Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. get started. Uh, Right from the get-go, I want to real quick mention a prayer resource that was written by a friend of mine. It's a new book called Schooled in Prayer. It's an intercessor's handbook, and it's really designed for those who are praying over students or faculty in the educational system. So a public school, private school, college even. I'm going to share the link in the show notes, and it's available on Amazon, paperback or Kindle. And to my friend Jerry, I just want to say thank you so much for writing this book. I know it was a labor of love, so thank you for that. All right, today we are going to be looking at Psalm 52 here on the prayer podcast, verses 8 and 9 specifically. You know, one thing that stood out to me from these two verses as I was preparing for this week's episode was the blessing that I found here. Like, I couldn't think of a better way to pray for you today than with an actual biblical blessing. And that's what we're going to do from Psalm 52. I'm going to read these verses first from the NLT. But I am like an olive tree thriving in the house of God. I will always trust in God's unfailing love. I will praise you forever, O God, for what you have done. I will trust in your good name in the presence of your faithful people. Okay, so just two verses from Psalm 52. But doesn't it paint like a really beautiful image here? The imagery is really lovely. I think it's meant to be an image of loveliness for us and and peacefulness even, like like an olive tree thriving in the house of God, not just surviving. And that's so often, if we're honest, how we feel, right? Like we're just getting by. We're merely surviving. We're so far from thriving, that it seems like a dream, a pipe dream even, to be able to thrive. Like, we just can't get there. How would that happen? But in the house of God, in the presence of our loving Father, there we can thrive continually every single day. You know, I do my work, my ministry at home, from my home office. Not everybody works from home, but um, I... I don't have a lot of people around. Let me let me describe it that way. Like there are no bonuses that I get. There's no work party to attend. Nobody steps in to chat with me. You know, I'm just doing my own thing in my work. And you might think that that's terrible. Um, no, nah, not totally. I love my time with my husband. I value it very highly. That's for sure as a result of working alone. But um, I can get it how people would be kind of coming undone by working alone all day, every day. I'm an introvert, so I'm not coming undone. Just an FYI for you there. I really enjoy working alone. I even have a hard time forcing myself to go to work for a little bit at a coffee shop. There's there's no need to text me or check in. I love what I do and where I do it. My little office is just a blessing to me. And being able to take half a day and watch my sweet grandbaby Gosh, that's a huge blessing. I consider myself so blessed. But my point is, it's really easy to feel like we're doing anything but thriving in our regular old life. I could feel that way if I wanted to. 
You know, I could choose to feel like I'm not thriving. But what if that's the wrong perspective? If we're ever going to be more thankful, then doesn't it start with simply choosing to be more thankful one day, one moment at a time, and then thankful again in the next moment, the next day, and so on. I guess what I'm kind of trying to say is that um, as I pray for you, I want to bless you in a way that you will know and see and experience and live in a place of thriving, not surviving, because I don't believe that's God's good and perfect and pleasing will for you. His best for you is not survival mode. And I also want to kind of challenge you a little bit on this, perhaps like look for God's favor. Where do you see it? Where is he moving in your world? Thank him for that. Where are you thriving? What's one part of your life where you're thriving? Are you close enough to the Lord to say that you're thriving in his house? Do you need to be closer to him? Be much with the Lord is what I mean by that. Spend time with him. You'll never regret that. It's really the way to a full thriving life, to be much with the one who knows you best and loves you most. And and when we live close to Jesus in close proximity to him, uh, continually in conversation with him, then we're thriving in the house of our God. That's when we find it so much easier to just simply trust in his unfailing love. Also mentioned here in Psalm 52. That's the second thing I'm going to pray over you today, that you're going to be able to trust in God's unfailing love for you, and it is unfailing, and that you'll be a person of praise, making the sacrifice of praise part of your everyday life. It's so easy to praise him when you do it often. Did you know that? Like, it's so easy to praise the Lord when you are used to doing it. And I also want to pray that you'll be able to trust in God's good name in the presence of his faithful people. His name is a good name. His name is a good name. Can you trust in that? That last little bit there, in the presence of God's faithful people. Boy, I mean, I just, I get excited about the thought of having community around us. That's God's people who are faithful to him. I want that to be true in your life. For you to be surrounded by people who are faithful to the Lord God Most High. What a difference that makes. Not everybody has this. It's a blessing. If you do have it, Thank the Lord. I mean it. Thank him for it. And if you don't, I'm going to pray that you will come to a place of having that, that it would start even right now in this moment, that you would see that developing in your life. In fact, I'm going to go ahead right now and pray for you. Lord, today I come to you with gratitude and thanksgiving, and I'm asking that you would hear me and answer as I pray for the one listening today. Would you do as your word says, and reveal your love and your grace and your favor and your mercy to them. And would you do that now, Lord? Cause them to be drawn to praise, to be a people of praise, starting right now and continuing on all throughout eternity. Our praises will never stop. So let us be about praising you now. Thank you. Praise you, Lord, for what you have done. You are good. And we trust in your good name right now today. May the ones I'm praying for thrive in your presence, that they enjoy being close to you and growing in your presence, maturing in their walk with you. May they always trust in your unfailing love, resting in you because you're taking such good care of them. Help them to see the care that you're taking of them. Surround them with your faithful people to encourage them, to bless them, to shore them up when they need it and to rejoice with them when their prayers are answered, and when life is filled to overflowing with good things that come straight from your hand. Every good and perfect gift comes from you, Lord. 
Take away survival mode, strip it away from them, and replace it with peace and thriving. May they see you at work in their world, and may you do great things in and through them. Father, today I'm asking for a double portion of blessing on them. Pour it out on them, Lord, and for them to be overflowing with joy because they know how much their God loves them and cares for them. And you care for them so well, so completely, and with such great tenderness and love. Do all that I've asked, Lord, and go far beyond what I'm asking today, and then do it again tomorrow and the next day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for allowing me the blessing and the privilege of praying for you. I really do count it a joy to be able to intercede on your behalf and also to hopefully encourage you with what the Bible has to say about prayer and hope and faith and love, because all of these things tied together remind us of just what we have in Jesus and get us excited about talking to the Father based on the promises in his word and then believing that we're going to receive an answer from him and preparing us. It's readying us for our eternity with him. None of us knows when our last moment might be on this earth. And so with that last little bit of what might sound like a little bit of a Debbie Downer statement, um, I want that to encourage you that you you praying for somebody, you believing God for, you know, find a verse that's like a promise to you and believe him for it. Can you imagine if the last thing you were doing was just believing God for something? That's a beautiful testimony. You'll make an impact on those around you, your loved ones, your coworkers, your family, your neighbors, your community, your church. And you will also make an impact for eternity when you invest in praying for others. And I want to challenge you one last thing. Be much with the Lord. Thrive in the house of your God. Spend great amounts of time, as much as you can, in the presence of the Lord. Read your Bible. Spend time in prayer. A fellowship with other people who are going to spur you on toward love and good deeds. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Choose your friends wisely. They say you that you are the sum of the six people you spend the most time with. Well, choose wisely. I mean, choose wisely. You've only got so much time, right? There's only so much time and only so much bandwidth in our lives. So choose wisely. Be prudent in your choosing. Invest your time because where your time goes, your life goes. So your time investment is your life investment. And believe God. Believe God. Have such great faith that you can continually say, no matter what comes at you, I believe. I believe God. You don't believe in something random. You believe in your Lord. You believe in Jesus. You believe in the Holy Spirit and expect to be blessed because of that belief. Because that's that's New Testament, the Gospels. Jesus, um, he responded to faith. He responded to belief. And he said at the end of Luke 18, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? on the earth. May he find faith in you. May he be able to say of you, yep, and that one, I found faith. All right, that's it for today. Lord bless you, and uh, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Prayer Podcast. It's a blessing to read what the Bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you. Remember to always pray and never give up. See you back here next time.